it's connecting. And now I could continue. And I believe we're live. And I'm Roberta Fallon, and we're here at Moore College of Art and Design in their little radio booth. And I'm here today with Pop Soleil Fall. Yeah. Pop is a student at University of the Arts. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a graduating, he's a rising senior, graduating in 2017, May. And he makes sculpture, sculpture. painting, animation, and video. And he sews, he makes clothing, which he calls... Narrative suits. Narrative suits. So we're going to learn more about that. Thank you for being yeah. here today. Yeah, no problem. This okay. is exciting. So I first saw you over at University of the Arts yeah. when you had a little booth set up, mm -hmm. and you were sewing, <laughs> and you it looked like a stall in... Um, an art fair or something like <laughs> yeah. that and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was and you were all dressed in a wonderful suit that I think you had made yeah. so tell me about the sewing first let's start from the sewing and the clothing okay well um, this the sewing comes from uh, I grew up in a Senegal West Africa so I think sewing is a way of uh, understanding tradition and like repetition and pattern and also line is is very very important in my work um, so when, when I think about about sewing it becomes about like stitching and, and, and compartmentalizing and putting things together that don't necessarily fit like when I when I think about my suits I make them on my body so there's like this 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 way of like attaching myself and putting myself together and finding ways that it can fit to a like a comfortable level basically yeah so do you mean you're actually you have yeah. your shirt on and you're sewing yeah and i'm sewing i, I mean i'm constantly yeah i'm constantly fixing these things that's why there's so many like lines and 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 i'm i'm right now i'm focusing on like when when we were uh, at Auto Unleashed, that was uh, it was like uh, cuz i make hats too that i sell and it was, it was at Art and Lee's, so I thought it would be interesting to set up like, some sort of booth. And it was exciting because I had like the freedom of sort of creating my own composition. And they gave me a corner, which was kind of cool. Yeah. The <laughs> so, corner was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was really exciting because I, I got to play around a little bit. And I made a couple hats. I had hats that I had already set up that people could, could just look at or, or buy. I think I sold a couple, which, which was kind of exciting. That's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of make, I got to make one first for someone too, which was kind of cool, like right on spot. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was right. really fun. Yeah. But it's different. I think with, when I, when I'm making hats, I'm, I'm sort of like, the hats are, are based more off of like the conversation that I had with the, with the person that was buying the hat. But I think when I'm making my suits, it's a conversation with myself and, I'm trying to sort of map my body in some sort of way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you ever make suits for other people? No, not, not yet, usually. Because you would have to yeah. sew while it was on them. Yeah. That might I, be yeah, that's complicated. Some, yeah. Well, there's something I'm working on actually right now, doing a music video where that's part of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Part, part of the, um, the process of the, of the making of the, the video. But yeah, the, the suits are... At first, they started as part of this sort of narrative that I have in my work that's, that's, that's based a lot of from my upbringing in Senegal, which is that, that deals a lot with childhood and, and, and um, sort of like 
adventure and finding different spaces in, in Senegal? Because I think in Senegal, children have a lot of opportunity to just play around, fall, and, and be part of the environment a little bit more. And, and then that, that sort of inspires a lot of the, the way that I make. Um, I use a lot of found material and things like that. But yeah, so the suits started off as this sort of narrative and characters that, that played different roles and were, you know, different, different costumes, different suits for, for, for the way that they were constructed in, you know. Okay, so I'm going to describe what you're wearing today. I did yeah, take a picture, no, but no problem. it's a white t-shirt, mm -hmm. and on it there are many stitched elements mm -hmm. going down the top, right. and then on the shoulders and the sleeves there right. are little... Um, Pillows. Pillows. Yeah. Thank you. So, but the pillows have windows in them, mm -hmm. and they're stuffed. There's something in yeah, the pillow. Yeah, exactly. So, what yeah. is that? Oh yeah. So these pillows are—they're uh, my worry, worry pillows. I kind of—I have them. I always make them when either I'm finished with a material. I end up cutting it a little bit, and I have a little pile. I usually make all these little piles of materials that are like excess or things that I've like food that I've eaten or something like that. And I wrap it in fabric and then sew it together. And it, it, I didn't realize it until later, but in Senegal, there are these, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, I forgot the name. But they're, they're kind of like these, they're called grigri, and they're these spiritual sort of pillows like this. They have the exact same shape, and they sort of represent this sort of like spiritual protection and family ornamentation and things like that. So it kind of just kind of happened when I just started making them in a, as a way of like keeping things close to me, keeping myself close to me and, and it's somewhat my family in that relationship. And so like I think leaving that space open kind of is revealing in a way. And I think when my suits, I think about my suits, the revealing of like my inner sort of process and, and, and narrative. So yeah, so the stitching also becomes like Right now, I'm focusing on, on ways of making art as like part of my life, basically. So, I wear this suit every day. Um, I, um, <laughs> I I work on it every day. I, I add new parts every day. And so, the 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 chest area um, has like all these these repetition of lines going all the way down. And then the towards my groin area, there's another repetition of lines. So, I. The way I take off the suit, I have to cut it and then sew it back up every time I put it on. The way I pee is I have to cut it and then and then pee and then sew it back together. So I'm trying to figure out ways that I can document the way my body is experiencing things. And then I think this is just the beginning to, to like larger ideas, but I but I, I'm really interested in, in that, that the way that my body is reacting to things. So it's almost like it's a skin. Yeah, that exactly. That you have to slice. And exactly. so it's violent. Yeah. You're doing violence to your yeah. outer skin. <laughs> it's ritualistic. Mm -hmm, definitely, yeah. Did it, you grow up in a religious household? Does yeah. there have any religious anything in your mind? Well, you <laughs> yeah, well, I, I grew up Islamic. Um, my my. My father is originally from Senegal. My mom's from Washington, D.C., and they met in Senegal. And I think my mom is also Islamic, but my father is, is a lot more. Um, but growing up in Senegal, that was always the, the strict. Everything was about being Islamic and following uh, that sort of tradition. And, 
my my cousin, all my cousins are Islamic. They're always asking me like, when I come back from the U.S., am I am I praying? Am I doing things like that? And are you? I mean, this is a sort of praying. I think there's there's it's come. I think I really admire the the discipline in Islam, the way that that there's this sort of structure in the day, and and you follow these rules based on sort of. I think it it helps you apply your own your own methods of life within within that, and I'm kind of interested in that. I think that's what that's what inspired the suits and sort of these mantras, these like you know times of of, of space and and moments of, of thought. So like the repetition becomes this sort of like praying. This this cutting becomes like this kind of like rela it, it relaxes me. It helps me sort of come out of. The, what our where I was and into into a new space, you know. I think, I think that's where it sort of comes from because I did used to pray when I was younger a lot a lot more. But I, I came to the U.S. Uh, 2004 when I was nine, so I think at that age you kind of start to sort of like really <laughs> transform and change. So I didn't really being in the U.S. and not being in Senegal kind of you know kind of got away from it a little bit. But you know. So did you come to Washington? Uh, no, I, I went to Ohio. Ohio. I, yeah. The middle of the country. I know. It that was, must have been a shock. Yeah, totally different area. I, I At that time, I didn't know anything about the U.S., actually. I, I, my mom, I did come and visit sometimes. I visited my cousins and my uncle, but I didn't really understand the culture at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand the way things worked and the way people reacted to certain things. Um, so there were a lot of times where things got a little weird because I, I think people have a different sense of um, like uh, a space and, and touching and sort of property. And so that, that, there were some confrontations with that when I was living in Ohio in terms of what I could do and what I could not do. And that kind of, I don't know, it did, it did a little something to me, I guess. And I think I grew from it and, and, and learned a lot. But yeah, Ohio was definitely... Not. <laughs> I thought I was going to Washington. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. <laughs> so, was English your first language, or what no. was, mm. what it was Senegalese? It was Wolof. 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 Yeah, Wolof uh, is the traditional language in Senegal. I think it's the, the most spoken language. There are other like dialects under Wolof that that kind of branch, that 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 started Wolof, but there's a lot of languages in Senegal. But but Wolof is the primary language. And Wolof, I spoke Wolof, then I spoke French, then I, then I spoke English. So it was kind of the, the transitions. And have you kept up the Wolof and the yeah, French? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I was, I was old enough that when I came here that I was able to, to continue. Because I did talk, we, did, we do speak at the, at the house with my mom. And my, my older brother speaks really well. My little brother, he's, he's lost a little bit. Of, yeah, he's I think English. he understands it, but, you know, it's harder to... To sort of speak it because it's not a regular thing that he does so right. yeah it happens yeah. like that <laughs> so that's a great story yeah. i love the story of the mm -hmm. suits mm -hmm. and Definitely. um it gets to an idea that i wanted to ask you mm -hmm. about and that is community because mm -hmm. on your facebook page i mm -hmm. believe it is it says that you want to establish a community arts center yeah and tell me a little bit about um, that so I've been, this is something like sort of like a really larger sort of idea. I want to, in Senegal, I think there's, there's a lot of, there's orphans, a lot of orphans in Senegal. And 
I, I'm thinking about ways that I can maybe create a community center with my older brother works with, with some of those ideas as well. He wants to create a, a, a program where he brings uh, American kids to Senegal to, to learn about the culture, to, to be part of some of the activities and things and learn about the ways that people live in Senegal and maybe some of their, like, um, the history as well, and, and the way that they have, might have a relationship to Senegal, and so I I thought maybe we could combine that with a sort of art center that helps kids learn have art programs and and, and work with with ideas and things like that. So, yeah, and and I and I'm probably gonna have my my um, my studio there in Senegal too. So these are like larger ideas that I that I would like to to, to get get to. So will ways. you go back to Senegal when mm -hmm. you go to school? Yeah, I think so. I think I'll I'll probably try to go back and forth. I think there are some teaching opportunities there, and I think I, I'm really, I think I'm really close to Senegal in a lot of ways, and in the culture there. I think right now I'm losing a lot of my my connection to Senegal, and I think it shows in my work because I'm starting to sort of really try to find ways to connect this sort of this this spiritual identity in my in my work, and and I think it. Originates from from a lot of, a lot of my growing up in Senegal. That's so interesting yeah. because this is as you've been talking about mm -hmm. it. And I'm thinking and looking at you. It's yeah. very Senegalese mm -hmm. connected. <laughs> and then uh, I've seen your sculpture. Yeah. And your sculpture is very mm -hmm. Western. Mm. I think yeah, some of it, at least definitely. what's on the definitely. website there. Yeah. Um, so explain about your sculpture making. You you work very large mm -hmm. and you make installations that are. A little architectural mm -hmm. and figurative, and yeah. they use uh, armatures. Mm -hmm. I think wood. Yeah, wood. Def and uh, sometimes wrapped in fabric. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think my sculptures, they do sort of. I think they're very much extended from from me and my and my body and how I, I think how I think about the suits is this this like in intimate sort of relationship between me and and the making. And I think when I when I. It, uh, incorporate that in the sculpture. I'm th thinking about it very much, this, very much the same. Like uh, I did this installation a while back on Broadway, Washington. It was just like walk through sculpture. And I think when I when I was making it, I was thinking about the process when I was like running, sort of moving through space and and and, and having moments of like that that, that capture a certain. I don't know perspective, and, and when you talk about architecture, it has that relationship where it, it tunnels and then it, it changes. You don't see the end. You kind of are looking and, and finding these these ways of getting through through it. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. it's human scale mm. also. Yeah, exactly. You're not making miniatures. Miniature. They're all really they're really big. big. Yeah. You know, people can mm -hmm. identify with them as kind of building like or, exactly. or human being like. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think yeah, I think scale is actually really important in my sculptures and, and in my my like when I fabricate fabricate because yeah, I think the it's the intimacy and in, in the scale I think bringing these sort of smaller drawings into larger space becomes kind of interesting for me because it becomes an imaginary imaginary space and and I, and I like that that like effect, yeah. So, do you have a favorite medium that you work in? I mean, you seem to yeah. juggle all of them pretty well. <laughs> I think that's my problem. That I, I just I can go and grab something and just start working with it. But I think now I'm working a lot with this this t-shirt material because it has this, this stretch quality and and after a while when you use it so long it be, it begins to to harden 
and 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 um, like with my suits, the because I don't I don't wash them usually, but <laughs> they they get really hard and have this sort of um, hide quality that I really like, and I want to mess around with that a little bit so more. So you're not washing them purposely no. to let them get more. Yeah, like exactly. Your skin. Yeah, and I think if I wash them, they they lose this the sense that they're connected to me because I've also stitched all the way to my toes I, I'm, I'm going to stitch all yeah I can take my shoe off if you want <laughs> take it off yeah. So that means you're you're making socks for yourself. He's Take, taking yeah. his shoe off because you can't see this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. showing me his <gasps> Yes, he's made socks with toes in them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty dirty actually. Yeah, yeah, but that is a foot. Yep, that's right. And I think what's gonna happen as soon as this gets like super disgusting, I think I'm gonna cut it and then make another foot for myself so that yeah, I don't get like some sort of fungus or something like that. Fungus would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. hold on, may I take a picture of your Yeah, book? totally. Okay. Yeah, great. Excellent, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there are moments when I don't even know I'm wearing this suit sometimes. It gets a little, well, like if I step or something and I'm using, I'm not, I'm barefoot. <laughs> I like, I, I can't, I don't notice that I'm in, in the suit. And, and then, yeah, and that's why I don't wash them because they, they really feel close, closer when they're when they're unwashed. So it's really a personal thing. But mm -hmm. you're sewing them in private, right? You don't ever sit out in a common area and sew them. Um, hmm. I think I do sometimes. Most of it's actually. I'm. Do you know Clark Kent from? Not personally. From no. Superman, yes. like Superman. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. His I I think I like his idea of like this. Um, uh, alter ego slash hidden identity. So I think the suits have become like this this hidden identity sort of character that like I'll like wear clothes over it sometimes and, and then I'll like rip them off and, and go into action in my suits, you know? So it kind of becomes that, <laughs> that sort of superhero hidden identity thing. Like, yeah. So yeah, like in the streets, sometimes I'll, I'll have like a full set of normal clothing and I'll just like take it off in the middle of the street and just like get into my suit and I mean it'll already be on me because I'm assuming Clark Kent doesn't like unless he does he's pretty quick like he's Superman so <laughs> I don't know what to say to that <laughs> that's really pretty awesome I, I hope I can see you transform one yeah, day one on day. the street <laughs> you have to tell me when you're going to yeah. do this um, so why are you doing animation um, I, it's kind of stop action animation, mm -hmm. and it's very narrative. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a story, and there's yeah. music, a little yeah. ominous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I don't. I haven't done a lot of animation recently. I think when I was doing it uh, back then was was to create a storyline and a narrative, and I, I think I'm still interested in in the way that I can create a narrative. I haven't experimented with it lately, but but back then it did it did have that relationship to narrative and constructed and. Things like that. So, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that was older work. Yeah, it was definitely older work. I'm I'm still interested in the idea that like that fragmented movement. I think is still interesting. I can move it move it into the ways I can fabricate um, suits that that kind of have that relationship and 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 because I really like the the character building aspect of animation where you can bring the the character can transform like automatically and you, you're you're able to really play with the ways that that can happen and. And I, I usually work with um, 
with why or when I make the animation. So it that it becomes a little restricting because I need, you can usually do it with claymation and that you're, you're allowed to really bring in color and, and throw in all these different, you know, forms and things. And I think with, with the meadow, it's a little limiting because I, I have to construct the, the, the sculpture first and then it I have to sort of Re yeah, I have to already built build in these sort of like movements and. So why are you doing it with wire then? I think it's the ta tactile ability with wire. I think the way that the material bends and holds memory is is really interesting, and, and it reminds me a little bit of the way I sew and the way I pull with with way I make suits it has that that constructive quality. Yeah. So you're a sculptor to yeah, the core. <laughs> yeah. To the core. <laughs> well, I want to say that um, animation seems very future mm -hmm. you know digital mm -hmm. materials yeah, and that's then you've right. got the sewing which seems so primitive True. and so base mm -hmm. and body right, and, right. and not ephemeral mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you've got both yeah exactly yeah i think i'm i'm playing with both those ideas very much yeah so mm -hmm. you're doing the tyler summer intensive program yeah. so tell me how that is that's going really great actually i'm i'm doing I'm, I came in with the idea of thinking about the suits that I'm making, but also these, these moving monuments that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Mm, what is a moving monument? I, I'm thinking about it as this, this thing that, that, that basically it starts as wheels and like a wheelbarrow sort of sculpture. And then as I go through the city, I'll, I'll, I'll rummage a bunch of materials, take them to a spot or find the materials in a spot and build something and then move it and carry it around the city and it'll transform as it goes around the city. So that's what I've been working on right now at the Tyler Zone program. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a performance piece. Yeah, it has that performative quality because I think when I, when I bring it to a show or, or bring it to a space, it has that sort of narrative. And I think when that, that the narrative I'm interested in happening, I think, kind of in a personal level, but also just through the making and not, not sort of constructing it. You know, I think I'm, I'm interested in the idea of the ways that people can find a narrative within, within the way that I, that I make, basically. So, so you want it open mm -hmm. so everybody can come to it on yeah, their own. Yeah, exactly. I used to be super, like, mm, I didn't want anybody to know anything. I was so, like, mm, get away. Like, this is all mine. <laughs> it was very, very, like, like a, lot of my old, a lot of my older work was like that. I had my, my own narrative. I had all my, all these mythological characters that, 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 that were connected to my childhood and connected to my psyche. And I kind of split myself and had these, these different um, people that dictated things. But then it got really complicated and really personal. And yeah, just things just started getting really messy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I had something I was going to ask a minute ago. Um, painting. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, since you're a materials guy, mm -hmm. you're very much into all your materials. Mm -hmm. Paint is a particular type of material. Yeah. How do you respond to that? I mm. mean, it's, it's a little more distanced mm -hmm. and formal, mm -hmm. you know, sewing and bending wire is more to the hands yeah. and painting is more. Mm -hmm. The mental. I, I think, mm -hmm. when I think about painting, I think about it as this mental journey. Mm -hmm. Like, when I did first start painting, I got really excited about that, actually. I got really excited that 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 color and, and form were kind of, like, really connected. There was no way of, like, separating them and, and thinking about them three-dimensionally. I could create a three-dimensional object through through painting, and, and I, and I like that. And, and 
my, the ideas that I was that I was thinking about were, were going directly in onto the canvas very quickly, and I, that 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 part of painting I'm really excited about, and, and color I think color is also very important, and um, the color yellow specifically for me is is definitely this 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 color that has um, it has dimension not not just as formal qualities, but the way that it evokes and to me it's this 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 expanding and retracting ability that I'm that I'm really interested in, yeah. And I will point out that one of your pillows yeah. has bright yellow. Uh, in that's it. right. Yeah. So it, it starts small, and then I think each piece. When I start a piece, I have like I'll have I'll make nine pieces, and in nine I have to make a yellow piece that has just everything is yellow. Everything is yeah connected in that way. Yeah. It's the sun. <laughs> among yeah. other things. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have any heroes, any art heroes art or non-art heroes? Non -art any heroes. Anybody you look up to who's doing hmm. something that you think is really awesome? Hmm. I got a friend. Um, mm. Yeah. His name is Baxter. Uh -huh. Baxter Cozio. He's another artist. We went to school together. He's definitely sort of a hero, rival kind of character <laughs> yeah he's he's really great i really really like baxter a lot we, we went to school boarding school together in massachusetts um buxton school shout out to buxton school i had to say that because it's just the best place ever <laughs> but yeah we, we we started painting at the same time we we share ideas in our work we we work very similar, but we're very different. Um, we both sew, we both have constructed narratives and things like that, but I think the way that we, we approach um, our ideas is very, is very different. But he's definitely someone that I'm, I'm really close to and, and share a lot of things is with. Is he in Philly now? No, he's in, in uh, Maine, Maine, Maine. yeah. But it's Portland, Maine, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So how do you stay in touch? Letters, uh, le like handwritten yeah, letters. Yeah, well, through not snail really mail? handwritten. Well, we do like I think we write a little bit, but we also draw. We because mm. because we share a lot of the symbols, like compass, which is like a wheel, which is one of mine. He also uses it in his paintings. The cube, which is his, I use in my paintings. The bottle we share. Um, the the suits we share. This so there's things that that are really connected. Between, between our work and, and because we use those symbols so much and because we use them in our paintings repetitively, we're, we're able to kind of understand sometimes without talking to each other, we'll just like, yeah. Secret language. Yeah, it's like, mm. Like we, sometimes we just don't even say anything, we just look at each other and we're like, mm, right. And then it just makes sense and we're like, all right. Then we get into like this like, mm, let's go. Like, yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> Do you ever dance? Are you a dancer? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of I do movement. You're a lot. very kinetic. Yeah, <laughs> thank you're, you. You're dancing in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love dancing. I, I, I thought I was going to be able to dance at UArts, but I didn't really get the chance to as, as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I think the way that the classes are set up, it's, it's harder to, to really to make that happen. But I think this year, my senior year, I think I'll be able to take a couple of dance classes. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I did I did African dance before I came to UArts. I did a little modern. But I think a lot of it is just, a lot of my movements are based from either break dance or African dance, that sort of jolting 
really throwing your arms out and your legs. It's some some kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. What are you most excited about going into your senior year? Just having it be over, or <laughs> is there some project that you're yeah. gonna do that? I think I don't want anybody to know that I'm there. I think that's my idea. Yeah, so going back to like Superman and, and, and Clark Kent, I want to be Clark Kent at UArts in my final year. I don't want it, I'm going to have the suit that, that, I'm, that, I, that I'm going to buy. It's a really nice suit. It's got this little bag, and I got my hat on. I'm just going to be like zoned out. And then I'll have my, like, when I'm out of the studio and I'm like working and I'm making stuff. So and I think it kind of gets in this like professional type thing. and. I'm kind of interested in that. And I think it might tie into sort of my, my thesis a little bit, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, school is the time to play. Yeah, experiment. exactly. <laughs> it's the best. Definitely. Well, thank you so much yeah, for being no here problem. today. Thank you great so much. Great talking with you. This is really you. great. Yeah. <laughs>